The cross of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, reminds us that there is often a very close connection in this life between love and suffering. Jesus himself made that connection at the Last Supper when he said those famous words, greater love nobody has than to lay down his life for his friends. To lay down one's life involves some suffering, in most cases a great deal of suffering. St. Bernadette, to whom the Blessed Mother appeared in 1858 in Lourdes, France, said something very similar. She once said, why must we suffer? She said, because here below, pure love cannot exist without suffering. Jennifer Garner, the actress, witnesses to this truth in a very powerful way in the new movie, Miracles from Heaven. That's a film I highly recommend. I saw it the other day over at Regal in Stonington. Jennifer Garner gives a great performance in that movie. She plays a woman named Christy Bean, a young mother of three from Texas, whose 10-year-old daughter Anna is diagnosed with a rare and incurable digestive disease, a disease that puts her in constant pain, very often severe pain, and threatens to take her life. Now, I'm not going to be the spoiler here and reveal all the details of the story, but I will say that one of the things that becomes crystal clear in this movie, which is based on real events, one of the things that becomes crystal clear to the viewer is how much Christy Bean loves her daughter and how much she is suffering with her daughter. Garner gives a great performance. I mean, you can literally feel this woman's pain her emotional pain, as you watch the film and see this mother frantically trying to get Anna the help she needs. She suffers much because she loves much. To the extent that we love another human person, we suffer when they suffer. We also suffer when they reject us or betray us or attack us in some way. I'm sure we've all had that experience at one time or another. This, incidentally, is one reason why the sufferings of Jesus, the sufferings Jesus endured during his passion, this is why they were far greater than any sufferings we may endure during our times, time on this earth. Christy Bean suffered a lot because she loved her daughter a lot. But she did not love her daughter perfectly. None of us loves that way on this side of the grave because we're all sinners. Sinners who are prone to selfishness. But Jesus did love with a perfect love. He loved everyone in that way. Which means that when he was rejected by the scribes and Pharisees and betrayed by Judas and abandoned by his friends and attacked by the Romans, his suffering was far, far greater than ours would be in similar circumstances. Jesus suffered the most because he loved the most. 
If we understand this connection between suffering and love, we can gain a new perspective, a far better perspective on the crosses we're all forced to deal with each and every day. And that's good news, because they're there every single day. Let's be honest this evening. Most people see their crosses in purely negative terms. They see their trials and their sufferings as liabilities, and as liabilities only. On the other hand, saints see their crosses, yes, as difficult, of course, they're human, but saints also see their crosses, their trials, their sufferings in a positive way. They see their crosses as opportunities as opportunities to love. And isn't that precisely how the Blessed Trinity looked at the cross of Jesus? You know, to Almighty God, the cross of Christ was not only the instrument chosen to bring salvation to the world, to God, the cross was also an opportunity. It was an opportunity to show His perfect love to his imperfect creatures, you and me. I mentioned St. Bernadette at the beginning of my homily. I'll mention her again now at the end. St. Bernadette, I believe, had this kind of positive perspective on her sufferings, which were great. They were many. You know Bernadette's story. She grew up in abject poverty, she had a number of physical ailments. The, phys the civil authorities mistreated her. Her parish priest, Father Paramal, didn't believe her at first when she told him she had seen the Blessed Mother. She even suffered in the convent where she should have found some peace. But even her fellow sisters persecuted her at times. And yet, Bernadette still managed to be grateful to God in the midst of all that. And to a great extent, I believe that's because she looked at her sufferings in the right way. She knew all of her crosses, as bad as they were, were only temporary. And she knew that if she could love others in the midst of those trials, she would someday have that eternal reward the Blessed Mother promised her she would receive when her earthly life was over. All of that can be seen in something the saint wrote before she died. I came across this a couple of weeks ago in my reading, and I was blown away by it. Bernadette wrote what's come to be known as her Testament of Gratitude. Listen to these words. She says, For the poverty in which my mother and father lived, for the fact that everything failed for us, for the collapse of the mill, for the fact that I had to look after the children whom I was feeding too much, and for the dirty noses of the children, for the fact that I had to guard the sheep, for the constant tiredness. Thank you, my God. Thank you, my God, for the prosecutor and the police commissioner for the policemen, and for the harsh words of Father Paramount. For the days in which you came, Mary, 
for the ones in which you did not come, I will never be able to thank you, only in paradise. For the slaps in the face, for the ridicule, the insults, for those who thought I was crazy, those who suspect me of lying, those who suspected me of wanting to gain something from it, thank you, my lady. For my spelling, which I never learned, for the memory that I never had, for my ignorance and for my stupidity, thank you. For the fact that my mother died so far away, for the pain I felt when my father, instead of hugging his little Bernadette, called me Sister Marie Bernard, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for the heart you gave me, so delicate and sensitive, which you filled with bitterness. For the fact that Mother Josephine proclaimed that I was good for nothing, thank you. For the sarcasm of Mother Superior, her harsh voice, her injustices, her irony, and for the bread of humiliation, thank you. Thank you that I was the privileged one when it came to being reprimanded, so that my sisters said, how lucky it is not to be Bernadette. Thank you that I was the Bernadette threatened with imprisonment because she had seen you, Holy Virgin. Thank you that I was the Bernadette who was so frail and worthless that when people saw her, they said to themselves, that must be her. The Bernadette that people looked at as if she were an unusual animal. For this miserable body that you gave me, for this illness that burns like fire and smoke, for my decaying bones, for my perspiration and fever, for my dull and acute pain, thank you, my God. And for this soul which you have given me, for the desert of inner dryness, for your nights and your flashes of lightning, for your silence and your thunders, for everything. For you, when you were present and when you were not, Thank you, Jesus. Those are the words of a very strong and a very loving woman of God. St. Bernadette, we ask you to pray for us on this Good Friday night that we will come to see our sufferings as you saw your sufferings as opportunities to love, and someday experience the reward of that love with you and with all the saints in God's eternal kingdom. Amen.